Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space and see if there's some, some things from their stories and, and what they're doing that we can kind of take away and apply to our own lives as well. Um, we've talked to CEOs. We talked to lots of athletes. We talked to entrepreneurs um, and, uh, and just people doing really cool, innovative things in their space. Um, and I know I have one of those today. Just before we jump into um, our, uh, our interview, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know we have a great supporter in Epitome Sportswear. Um, it's really great for a couple of different reasons with us because they also have not just high performance gear and the things that some people who listen to the podcast might be interested in, but they also look at living life fully. So kind of that whole life approach like we have. Um, and so, uh, so stuff for basically any type of lifestyle. Um, but the other thing that's really important to us and to them as well as giving back to the community they serve. Um, and they actually are working to impact the inequities in um, opportunity for girls and women in sport. And for that reason, a portion of their profits go directly to organizations and initiatives that support girls in sport. So, um, so really cool that way too. So check into our um, Instagram bio. If you go in there, um, you can actually go right through and there is a, um, a discount code there too as well. So feel free to utilize that. Otherwise, you can go directly to Epitome Sport. Sportswear, so that's E-P-I-T-O-M-E sportswear.com and see if there's something that uh, that you might enjoy. And so today I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I've got uh, Kaylee Adams here today. Um, <laughs> Kaylee grew up as a, a competitive gymnast and uh, went on to do athletics at Baylor. Um, and she is a four-time national champion, two-time All-American. Um, she started a really cool, successful handstand fitness program business, which I think we'll get to talk about a little bit. It's called Channeling Champions um, at only 24 years old, which is also cool. And um, she herself performs uh, partner acrobatics and competes in freestyle calisthenics now. Um, so first of all, um, thanks very much for taking the time with us today, Kaylee. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I feel very honored to be here. And that was an incredible introduction. So I'm excited to see what we jump into. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you've got a, a really cool background and you're, you're still young. So I'm sure there's lots of things that are, are still coming up. But um, why don't you, I, I mean, obviously, you had a really successful, um, both individual and kind of team um, background when you were at Baylor, but but talk to us a little bit about your, um, your athletic journey, because I know that's a big part of what you do now, but kind of work us back. Yeah, I know you did gymnastics and, and moved into Baylor from that, but, but tell us a little bit about where that came from. Yeah, so I started gymnastics when I was two years old, so it's gone way back. I'm sure you don't want me to go that far back. Yeah. I think my my parents just kind of, I was very active doing backflips, like off the couch, one of those kids, um, and I have all brothers. So three brothers, I just have always had that super competitive spirit. So they put me in gymnastics. I fell in love with it. 
And um, yeah, it brought me all the way to college. So I did a little gymnastics. I did a little track and field. Um, I actually wakeboarded for a little bit. So I like to see where all I could go. But um, when I was in high school, I went to a camp. Um, so Baylor acrobatics and acrobatics and tumbling is the sport that I did in college. Um, it was brand new. And it was just a way, I love that you talk about women in sports, but it was a way for women to have more opportunities to compete at the collegiate level. So I went to a camp, I fell in love with it. Um, I love the competitive aspect of it. And um, after that, I talked to the coaches and they um, offered me a scholarship. So that's kind of how I got into Baylor, but Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and when you were there, um, obviously it did very well. Um, was that something you did well right away? Like I know sometimes it takes a while for you to kind of go up the ranks. How did, how did that work from your end? So um, Baylor's the number one team in the country. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was a little bit of a culture shock because um, it takes disciplines of cheerleading, disciplines of gymnastics, like acrobatic gymnastics, and they recruit from all of those aspects, power tumbling, and you guys all join a sport, right? So kind of like you mentioned that you come from almost like individualized sports other than cheerleading, but you come onto a team sport. So that was a little bit of a culture shock, but also you are put up against just a bunch of women that were, you know, top rank in where they were prior to college. So it, it was definitely intimidating, especially coming in as a freshman, Um, but it, it was incredible. The coaches were amazing and set you up. Um, I did not start off like right away, the number one person on the team. I never was number one person, but, um, they really instilled confidence and, um, I had a fear of disappointment when I did gymnastics. So that is kind of just a little more um, into who I am. I, w- I was scared to disappoint my coaches. I was scared to disappoint my family whenever I would compete. So I would say that was the biggest turnaround when I got to my freshman year. My coaches saw this potential in me mm-hmm. and um, they brought me into their office and said, Kaylee, like you could be one of the best girls on this team. We want you to be a go-to where like if we need a skill to be hit, we could call you and you have that potential, but you have this fear of disappointment, this fear of failure that is not allowing you to live up to that potential. And so I think just like having that kind of recognized and then also knowing like, if you go out there and you give it your all and you try your best and and something goes wrong, we're not going to be disappointed in you because you did everything that you could. But if you go out there and you hold back out of fear of failing, then that's where we're going to have to talk, right? Because you're not going to fully live in what your potential is. So once I got that ingrained in my brain, I just was like nonstop. And that has carried me through to where I am today, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting that you say that um, because it, it, uh, that's obviously a a difference in coaching and there is a a real difference in each of them. Um, I know we're going to talk a little bit about what you do now, but has that, um, you know, did that impact you, I guess, in, in after you've kind of moved out of kind of, you know, schooling and and things like that, what, um, um, is that one of the big things that I guess you carried into the next part of your, your kind of journey? Yeah. Um, I would say 100%. I'm trying to really think about how I want to answer this. Um, I, the biggest change I think that it would, it brought was when I graduated, um, I 
got offered a lot of like pretty incredible opportunities as far mm-hmm. as jobs go. And it was, you know, typically the normal, you know, not normal, but that I don't want to say that, but like typically you would say yes yeah. <laughs> to those. Yeah. Um, the, just like 10, nine times out of 10, those are opportunities that you would say yes to. And um, I just had this weird feeling um, inside that I was called for more and mm-hmm. that I wanted to reach that potential, right? So I think because of seeing if I go chase these dreams and I go chase this potential, like what am I capable of? Yeah. Um, and so I think that definitely stirred this, like, what can I create? What can I do? Um, and this feeling inside, I, um, I, 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 I pray for peace a lot. Like I want to, I want to mm-hmm. feel full peace. And I really fully believe that because I I'm always like praying for it, for that gut feeling, for that peace. Right. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I go and I make my decisions. And um, yeah, so now I'm here, I'm trying to see yeah. what all I'm capable of. I want to now like bring women up to see their capabilities as well. So it's definitely mm-hmm. helped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about, um, I mean, obviously you've, you've um, um, built um, and on a, a really kind of interesting thing where, cause a big focus for you is, um, you know, in a niche for you, I guess would be, um, mm-hmm. you know, focusing on handstands as being this, this kind of way of building um, maybe first of all, why, why that? And, and just explain a little bit about why it's such a, a good thing to focus on. Um, and then the other side is, is obviously you really um, are passionate about, um, you know, building, building confidence and, um, and building up, um, you know, especially women in sports. So just those two things, I know that's a, a lot, yeah. but um, if you can go through some of that, that'd be great. Yeah, I, looking back, it's really cool. I always had this little entrepreneurship mindset even as a little girl I always had these big dreams of you know at the time I wanted to own a gymnastics gym and like do all this so it's cool to like look back and see even as a little girl I was like bossing my brothers around right I had all of these little um just it's fun looking back but um honestly like I knew I wanted to create something I didn't know what it was um and I've had incredible coaching to kind of help me discover what that is um and I love handstands. I love that whenever you do a handstand, I always say this quote and it's because it's true, but your mind benefits from like stillness, right? People meditate, people pray, people like want to still their mind and then your body benefits from movement. Right. And so I always say a handstand, you get to experience both. You have to focus on something while you're doing the handstand. So you have that stillness of the mind and then your body's moving still. So you just get to experience both of this incredible growth. And um, I never knew how to like pinpoint that, but I always knew I loved handstands. And, um, I found that I, I wanted to, um, this is good. I, I, I graduated college and I was not one to love going to the gym and just working out. Um, I was always told what to do all the way through college, right? Like go work out because it's going to help you in this, right? Go work out because you are going towards a goal. And so when I graduated, I was like, why am I working out other than the fact to be healthy? Right. I think that's very important, but I didn't have this, like this, just something that I was like working towards. And, um, and that was, the answer to my, what should I teach? Right. Cause I don't want to just teach people to be healthy. Right. I think that that's incredible. And I think that that is very, very like, you know, like uh, you need that. 
But I wanted to further that. I wanted to say, you know what? Look, now you can have an upper body workout, a core workout, a full body workout, and you're going to learn a really cool party trick or a really cool goal. And um, so that's kind of where handstands came in. Um, And yeah, it's a very specific niche, like you said. And so it's almost easier for me to be like, okay, CrossFit athletes, come here. Let me teach you how to you know, properly do handstand walks. Okay. Come here, yogis. Like, let me steal, steal your mind and, and help you. And so does that kind of answer the question a little bit? Yeah, that's absolutely. (laughs) And and it is interesting that there is such crossover from different kind of groups in, in that function. So that's, um, that's cool in itself. And, and, um, you know, you, I mean, you talked about, you have done something where you've been able, you've been able to build a a social media following around it and and things like that. Um, But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, have, how did you, how did you kind of did, I'm assuming you didn't completely come up with it on your own. Have you had mentors? Have you had people that have kind of helped you through this process? Because moving into entrepreneurship, especially kind of early on can be difficult because there's so many things to learn. Um, You know, did you have people help you through that? And what's been kind of most challenging with it? Yeah, uh, I 100% did. The biggest person that stands out is a guy named Dan Long. Um, He has really, really helped me shape exactly like what I want, how I'm going to get there. And he has walked with me right through that. Um, and so that's, that's a big, big person in my life that has gotten me where I am today. My, both my parents are entrepreneurs. Um, so it's, they didn't start off well entrepreneurs, like growing up, they were not, but it's cool now that they are, because I get to see, you know, a really good representation of what hard work and, um, just dedication and how that can pay off. So I'd say those are really good role models in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things that that when you do the type of work you do is um, you're obviously coaching other people and helping them. And in this Mm -hmm. case, helping them do a very um, specific thing too. So you're able to see when they are able to do it, which is, is pretty cool. Um, Do you take inspiration from that? Has it been, has it, has that been kind of interesting seeing how you've been able to see people progress that you've helped? Absolutely. Um, real quick answer. Yes. I am blown away. I'll give you like a real quick rundown of how this program started because I think it it hits a really deep level. Um, but I started this business when I was right 24, I'm 20, I just turned 26. So I was like, you know what, let me just like see how this goes. So I started a really little handstand program and I think I had about five people sign up. Mm -hmm. Um, Shortly after that, I ended up having a lot of stomach issues, um, ended up having to have my gallbladder removed. And um, there was just about three months of time. And we all know hospital bills <laughs> here, they, they hit you hard. And, um, and so I just gave up on, on the online stuff. I didn't have time for it. And I was a personal trainer in a gym. And um, I just started grinding just to try and like pay for everything. And it, there was a point that I didn't have money to pay my bills. Um, and it, it was really hard. It was scary. I wasn't going to ask anybody for help. I wanted to just figure it out. Right. And, um, so this is weird, but I was sitting in the restroom at the gym and I just started crying and I was like, all right, God, like, I don't know how I am going to pay my bills. I'm like a couple thousand dollars short. And, um, in that moment I felt in my heart, um, what about that handstand business? Like, what about that thing you tried a couple months ago? Um, try it again. And I just remember, you know, having this conversation, like, 
you know, I'm sitting in this little stall and I was like, I tried it already. Like I tried it. I only got five clients. Like, I don't want to do it again. It was a lot of work, a lot of, um, a lot of things. Like I, I just need to like work hard and pay off these bills. And I just felt it on my heart again and again, like try that handstand business again. So I did. And I, um, ended up selling three that weekend and that gave me enough money to pay the bills for that month. And I could literally cry talking about it because that was a year ago. Um, I, I literally a year ago, August 1st. Um, and so to see how it has transformed from one in one year and not only that, but now to answer your questions, I have a woman that failed her real estate course three times, went through my program, tried it again and passed it. Um, because learning a handstand gave her the encouragement that she, if she sets her mind to something, she can accomplish it. And, and you're going to fail, right? You're going to fail in a handstand more times than you're going to succeed. And she took that into her life. Um, I just got a message last week. This girl sent me a present and wrote a letter that said, Hey, because of your program, it has inspired me to create my own business. So now I'm going to go into life coaching to be a career coach. Um, and so, yes, absolutely. It inspired, I have chills right now. It, I believe that whenever you reach your full potential and you, you try to like, see what you're made of, it just gives permission to the people around you to also reach their full potential. Right. And so I always think people hold back and they're like, no, like give you the spotlight, you know? And it's like, no, step up and see what you're made of, because that is going to encourage the people around you to right? Like I said, give them permission to see what they're made of too. And now it's cool because it's reversed it. And now I see these women just like going crazy, hitting all these milestones, not even in handstands, but in life, which is crazy. Cause I sitting in that bathroom saw, I would have never known that this is what this was going to be. And it, it's changed women's lives and it completely changes my life. So yeah. yeah. Wow. That, well, that's, yeah. I, I mean, that's an awesome story. And I guess the other side would be, um, I mean, you're, you're early in it and there's so much else that can kind of happen. How do you, um, yeah. like, are you a, a person who sets very specific goals or is it, um, you know, do you kind of let things come as they come? How, how do you approach that personally and for your, for your business as well? Yeah. So people think I'm crazy, but I'm so type B. So I have friends that are very type A, they need everything written down and I am not that way. And I am there are moments that I'm like, I need to be a little bit more organized. So it's kind of crazy how this is all became a thing. Yeah. Um, I am very visionary. So I would say my goals are very like long-term, like, mm-hmm. man, this would be really cool if I could create this. Um, and then I have people in my life. Um, my fiance is one. I have this uh, girl that is really part of my life. She's come on to the channeling champions team and helped me. Um, they are very like, all right, how are you going to get there, Kaylee? Like they ask the hard questions that I'm like, can you just be excited for me? Like I have this goal (laughs) and this dream. And they're like, yeah, but is that a real goal and dream? So they're the people that I think are very important to have in life because I'm so visionary, right? I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. And then I get those people to come around me that kind of help me like, okay, now how are you going to get there? And um, so, but I'm very type B. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, well, so. it, and but that's another part of of building a business that I think um, a lot of people uh, you know don't realize that you have to kind of look at what are your strengths. Which obviously, yeah. visioning uh, some people have a difficult time with that part of it. Um, but yeah. the other side is is you know if you have the right people around you and surround yourself with the right people, that that's how you can kind of get things done as well because you fill in those gaps yeah. with other people, which is which is cool. Um, you know, so you know one of the things that, that we do ask because you've got um, uh, you still compete as well, and you yes. uh, um, you obviously were our high level competitor as well. Um, you know, from a, a mental standpoint, um, you know, you talk mm-hmm. about you even in in the work you do right now. You do talk to like a, a CrossFit athlete who's maybe trying to figure out how to do a handstand because that is one of the main mm-hmm. things that they do there. But you also talk about from a, the the mental side of things, and also like um, yoga connections and things like that. Um, how do you approach the mental side of things? Because you were in high level competition as well, that probably can, that can be one of the more difficult things where it's less about skill differential than it is about how you approach things mentally. Do you have, do you have a way of being able to approach that yourself? Yes. Um, honestly, I would say the biggest advice I got and, um, is to believe in yourself. And I know that's very simple. But if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to be able to accomplish, you know, your goals. And so I know it's very like typical answer, but somebody instilled that, like, you've got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe in your capabilities. And that's where it starts. If you can believe you, if you believe you can do something, then you can do it. But you got it. You have to believe in yourself, even when you're in the trenches, right? You still have to be like, no, like, I've got this. I can do this. Um, I would say that is the biggest thing. And then as far as competing at a high level, my uh, coach used to always say, let your butterflies fly in one direction. (laughs) And that just (laughs) means like, if you have anxiety with competition or anything in life, um, if you, you're going to have that, right. You're going to have the nerves. Uh, You're going to have the excitement of like the stands. You're going to have the second guessing. You're going to have this, right. So there's all these different emotions that are probably in one day or even in a moment that are like all like going through your body. And so she always helped me visualize it um, by let them all just fly forward. And if you can picture like all the emotions flying forward, then you just walk in that. And um, that mentally really helped me instead of thinking like, oh, I'm nervous, try and shut that down. Oh my gosh, I'm a little anxious, shut that down. Oh, I'm so excited. I should probably be a little bit calm, right? Instead of shutting those feelings down, let them flow, let them move forward. Um, and that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, I've, I haven't heard that, but that's actually a, a really cool thing to, to be able to visualize it for some people. And, yeah. um, and there are a lot of people out there with um, anxiety when they come into those situations, whether it's in athletics or it could be in business or, or anything else in, in life. So it's a great way to look at it. Um, the, um, the other thing that, uh, so if, um, when you've, you've gone through this process now of, of kind of building something, is there something that, um, like, is there, what was most challenging for you to learn? Because, you know, in business, you suddenly go from, you know, you go from not knowing some of this stuff and to suddenly having to figure out, you know, everything to do with your business, whether it's social media, whether it's, um, you know, your own finances and all of those things, and even just kind of getting out there and and building business. Um, Was there something in particular that you found most challenging and and how did you get through it? I would say uh, the first answer, I'm sure there are a lot of answers that I could think of, but the first one that pops into my head is deciding what I wanted to do. Um, Mm -hmm. 
I, not to be conceited, this is like just genuine. I had so many people in my life, like, why don't you go coach? Why don't you go do this? Dude, you could totally start this. Oh my gosh, you would be really good at coaching this or doing that. And, um, and which is great. And I think that so many people saw this potential in me that, but it almost gave me like this, what do I do? Like, I, I have so many ideas, right? I'm visionary. I'm like, I want to go do this. I want to create this. And so I would say the hardest part was find that lowest hanging fruit, right? I talked about Dan Long. That was like his advice to me. Like, what is the lowest hanging fruit for you to just grab and start? And that was the biggest just like thing that I had to do was um, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what a handstand program was going to look like, but I knew, okay, I know how to teach a handstand. I know how to coach. Let me just grab this, grab this little apple and let me walk with that. And now the biggest advice I would give somebody that wants to create something is just start. Like you just have to start with something. And I have so many goals written down that I want to create eventually, but I, I couldn't do them all at once. You can't be great. You can be good at a lot of things, but you can't be great at a lot of things. Right. And I know that's another common saying, but it's very true in my life. And so I'm like, what could I be great at right now? Um, and so I grabbed that fruit and I walked into it and now it's cool. Cause there's more doors opening up for all those other little goals that I had written down. And I would say, still write them down, like still write down all those goals you want, but it's like, what is the one that is the most like capable right now where you're at in life. So that was the hardest thing, honestly, for me yeah, was to yeah. decide. <laughs> well, and for a lot of people it is, or they, they make an assumption that um, you have to kind of do everything. And, and sometimes yeah. the best thing is to be a little more focused at the start. So um, no, that's, yeah. that's great. And, and so, um, so, uh, you know, one thing that we ask every guest when we go through this is, um, you know, a, a couple of, um, now there's been lots of actionable things, especially for somebody who's maybe, um, you know, th thinking of, of building something similar to what you've done. Um, but if, um, you know, maybe there's somebody, whether it's, it's, I mean, for you, it was, you know, finishing school and, and what do I do next and, and that kind of thing. There are lots of people who also might be thinking, I want to do something that is just different than what I'm doing right now. Um, I know we've heard lots of stuff there, but are there a couple of very specific things and, that you think somebody should either think through or a couple of tips you'd have if they, they want to um, look into, you know, either building a business or starting something new that, that you'd suggest? So I think I gave a lot of great answers. That would be my first answers, right? Yeah. So the believe in yourself, all of those things that I've already said. Um, and then I would say just ask for help. That is something that I struggle with and, yeah. right, I want to do everything on my own. Um, people want to bless you and people want to help you. And that was something that I had to like shove into my brain um, that it's okay to be like, Hey, do you know how to video? Because I have no idea how to video. Right. And so just start asking for help. Um, and, and you'll be surprised with how many people believe in you and want to invest in you and people love blessing other people at the core root of it. And so I would say, have that vision and then ask somebody to help you um, because I'm sure a lot of people will. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's a fantastic one because I think a lot of times too, when you've got um, people that are, uh, 
um, are very visionary or are, um, you know, elite athletes or, you know, have yeah. always been somebody that has had to be pretty self-driven. Sometimes the most difficult thing is being, a, being able to ask for help. And, and you talked yeah. about even kind of the growth of your businesses is, is a big part of it has been the people that have helped you that are different than you which is which yeah. is pretty cool and different skill sets um so over the next little while um what uh what's what's going on for you and and maybe the other side would be if people want to follow you know your your journey and your your yeah. company's journey what are some of the best ways to do that kaylee so i obviously social media so kaylee marie adams is all of my handles um you can follow that and then through that channeling champions is my business so you can follow there um, my, my business is specifically for women. Uh, that is what I feel like I am called to reach and impact. And so if you are a woman looking to better your handstands, um, try just something new, get ready to get outside your comfort zone. I do have a seven day handstand challenge. It's $7. Um, and so that usually is in the links of all of my bios and that'll kind of get your feet into like what the program looks like. Um, so that's a way that you guys can kind of see what I'm about. And then obviously like message me, like DM me. I am very responsive in my DM. So if you ever need help with anything fitness, gymnastics related, I am here for you. All right. And what we'll do is yeah. we'll make sure in the um, show notes and everything, we'll have all those links in there. So that if people who are listening, if, if you're interested in, in taking a look and didn't get it here right away, um, it'll be in the show notes. So take a look at that. Uh, the other thing to everybody listening is make sure you, uh, if you haven't hit subscribe in the podcast, do that right now. We have great people every week, just like Haley. Um, and uh, and again, I, I know uh, you're busy with lots of things going on. So really appreciate you taking the time today. People I'm, mm. I'm sure took away a, a lot from the, the conversation. So so again, thanks very much, Kelly. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. I am again so honored for this. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do this. All right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know, we uh, will talk to everybody else again on big idea, big moves. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at bigidea underscore big moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.